from the ESPN 690 and Atari Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Perseverance, humanity, faith. Um, a guy who, who believes in itself. You know, there are a lot of things that to come your way in life that, that create adversity and create, you know, uh, obstacles in your life. But, you know, what Jackie was able to show, you know, his, his, his adversity to show that all humans are, are created equal and given the opportunity, we can do special, amazing, and great things. Hmm. I don't know who that was. I'm trying to think. You don't know. It was Cameron Maben. Cameron Maben, is he doing some analyst work now? I was going to say Cameron Maben. Uh, either that or they had him on today, one of the two, but yep. it feels more analysty because I don't know why Cameron Maben's the first call, but, hey, props <laughs> to Cameron Maben. You know what I'm saying? You know what? The, get him on our show. Hey, do you remember Cameron Maben was supposed to be, like, all-world? I do remember that, yeah. I mean, he was really sought after, like yeah. big-time prospect. And you know what's it? I don't think he was terrible, Casey. Mm, yeah. Was he, was he terrible? <laughs> no, I mean, he wasn't terrible, but, like, when you're traded for Miguel Cabrera and you're not even an all-star, it's a problem. So, yeah, like, so he never made an all-star team, huh? I don't think so. I mean, he was serviceable. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I looking mean, at some of his numbers now. I mean, he played 15 years. Yeah, it seemed like he was always out there. Like, that was one thing about, like, some random team would come to the trop when I had season tickets, and it was like, oh, Cameron Mabin's here. Why? Like Angels or Astros or oh, he just ended up somewhere and Cameron Mabin was always like signing autographs. It was a weird thing. Yeah, I mean he had he had two fifty four in his career uh, over those fifteen years and I'm trying to think like look at his like best year from a batting average standpoint. I mean he hit three fifteen in two thousand sixteen in like ninety four games, so that was good. Uh, home run wise, well he wasn't a home run guy necessarily, but he was at ten eleven home runs a couple times. Uh, he was a stolen base guy. Stole 40 in 2011. That might have been his best year. Had 137 games, 24 doubles, 9 homers, 40 ribbies, 40 stolen bases, 44 walks, 264 average. That's a pretty good year. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, I'm telling you, I just remember him being like, I'm trying to think. Like, if you think of today, like, Wander Franco. Mm, yeah. You don't think Cameron Maven was, like, as coveted? So it's hard to, like, in terms of that, because when that was all happening, it was, like, 2004, 2005, so, like, it's hard for me to put a, like, name yeah, on that. The first point. one I remember is Alex Gordon that was in that okay. category. That's but a good call. I, I Kansas know, City, right? Yeah, Kansas City. Maven, I remember Maven being coveted because he was the big piece going back for Miguel Cabrera from Detroit to Miami. And Yeah, well, that right. and that's a good, it, it, I mean, that's the trivia question probably, right? Yeah. He's more of a trivia question than people remember him for his career. Absolutely. Which is um, never that fun. I'm going to get Shaq, you mocking a moment, but I wanted to ask you guys this uh, in our last little, we're talking some baseball. Mm-hmm. Nolan Ryan uh, documentary coming out. It, it, go look at the trailer if you haven't seen it. It looks really good. I like it. I mean, it looks really, really good. So I think it'll be a fascinating look at, at Nolan Ryan. Does Nolan Ryan do anything to you guys, or are you guys kind of too young? I think I'm too young. I mean, like, I, I know of him, and I think I kind of caught him at the last glimpse, but I feel like I'm a little too young. Casey, then that would make you definitely young, but I would say <laughs> you're also a little bit more, maybe from a baseball standpoint, you might look up some of that, watch some of the old stuff, see some of the YouTube stuff, see some of the records. I don't know. what. Yeah. Does he do anything for you? Um, I mean, like, 
just it's one of those things where it's like I told I was told he was good. Obviously, I was too young, but. My Nolan Ryan, like, memory has nothing to do with him playing. One year, uh, the Rays played the Rangers in, like, the first round of the playoffs, and the Rays got wiped. But after the game, I was outside trying to get autographs, and, like, three black SUVs pulled up outside where, like, the visitors are. And, like, it looked like a Secret Service type thing. So I thought it was George Bush, 100%, because, you know, he's a Rangers fan. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, hey, this is definitely going to be George Bush. And it was Nolan Ryan, and I got his autograph or whatever. So that's... That's the memory I have of Nolan Ryan. Actually, as a baseball player, none, obviously. Well, yeah, and that makes sense. Um, but, I mean, I wait, Nolan Ryan's 75 years old? Mm. Holy cow. <laughs> wow, I did not realize Nolan Ryan was 75 years old. Is he the biggest Astro of all time? Yeah. Or like we've... Yeah? I, I mean, I say that with Bigger like, than Bagwell? Little, yeah. I mean, because I, mean, I, I remember like coming up with Bagwell as a kid. Yeah, I, I think what... Well, he's definitely bigger than Bagwell. But okay. I... I I get what you're saying, but he's yeah. definitely bigger than Bagwell. Okay. I think what you can make the, I think what this documentary does mm-hmm. is it almost makes the case like he's one of the biggest Texans of all time. Yeah. I'm not talking Houston Texans. I'm saying Texans figures. Mm-hmm. And, and to Casey's point, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some presidents have come out of there. For sure. <laughs> and, and I think, I, I hesitate to say he's bigger than presidents. Okay. But that will give you an idea of, like, this larger-than-a-life mythical kind of guy that Nolan Ryan was mm-hmm. coming out of Texas. Like, I would love – see, we, we live in, like, these two different – it's, like, before social media and after social media. Mm-hmm. And you got – like, it's hard to really fully understand, I think, like, how big Nolan Ryan was. Even for me, I Nolan Ryan, I was on the back end when I really understood it all in, in my age, but it was more of, like, a baseball card phenomenon – for me, and then you could you were seeing all the stuff, and then we went into his, or he's still pitching into his forties and all that. But I would just imagine, like in that twenty-year span, how big Nolan Ryan was. That you would think, if social media was around, it would have been like, oh my gosh, yeah, like this is the this is something that doesn't exist. And the other thing about it now is, people like. Like, you know how we look at Aaron Judge and, like, Giancarlo Stanton in terms of their stature? Well, that's what Nolan Ryan was. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy was like a mountain of a man. He was so much bigger than everybody else. And, of course, his 102 miles or 104-mile-an-hour so fastballs wild. was 20 years, 30 years ago. Yeah. Now everybody's throwing. Yeah. So uh, it is. Do you think he's that much bigger than Bagwell is? I do. Because yeah. I'm looking up, okay. I mean, I, I, I listen, this, I could be wrong. I, yeah. I, I just do. I mean, he's. I do. Okay. Uh, and, and I will tell you this, too. He grew, he was kind of in an era where baseball was king. Sure. Or at least more king. Mm-hmm. So that helps. Yeah. But, I mean, I'll, now you're asking me from a Houston standpoint. I'm, I'm saying, like, who's, big? Absolutely. no, I'm, I'm saying, like, who the most important Houston Astro is of yeah, all time. I, I just, I don't, okay. I can't imagine it's close. Okay. Because somebody won more MVPs, or not MVPs, more uh, all-star like, accolades than Nolan Ryan did. How many, as did, Houston Astro. How many did Bagwell have? So Bagwell as an Astro went to four all-star games, and he won the MVP. Nolan Ryan. Yeah, Nolan two, went to eight, two but not all-star, with it. Two all-star teams. Yeah, right, that's the argument, right, because like, he left. Because he left. Yeah. He was with multiple teams. Um, won the World Series in 69, I think, with the Mets. Um, and then, like, Biggio could be in there. Yeah, Biggio. Well, and I know, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But I, I got, I don't know. I'm going to, now I want to know. Now I'm going to ask somebody. But I can't imagine. Those eight years even, I don't even know what he did in the eight years exactly. Would you say he went to a couple of them? 
Who's that? Uh, Nolan Ryan. He went to a couple of games. Two. Okay. He went to two as a Houston Astro. He did get his number retired by Houston. He's got his number retired by the Angels, the Astros, and the Rangers. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. So, anyway, there's a documentary coming out. I think it'll be fascinating. It, that will be a, a fun watch if you don't really know what how big Nolan Ryan was. And I think there's a whole generation of people that don't. I honestly didn't realize he was already 75 years old. I did not realize that. He played forever. And that's been bridged generations. He would have played in, uh, I guess he would have played in four decades. Mm-hmm. Right? 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. My guess is he probably threw no hitters in all four decades. So he threw seven of them. <laughs> that's wild. Seven no hitters. By the way, with Houston, 106 and 94 with a 313 ERA. But you know what's crazy about that? Is his really? whole life was like that. Like, his whole career was like that. He doesn't have these enormous numbers of, like, 21 and 2, right, with a 1.42 ERA. That's not who he – like, he really doesn't. I said to you guys in the in the break, I was like, it's kind of – if you look up his numbers, mm-hmm. it's almost like Terry Bradshaw looking up his numbers. Like, Bradshaw and his fame and his Super Bowls and what he did – the Steelers and how you associate him and then TV and then all this other stuff, mm-hmm. you'd think he is – his touchdown to interception ratio, his – record or, or his yards is all this stuff would be like Brady-esque, yeah, yeah, Manning-esque, yeah. Sure. Favre-esque. It's not. Yeah. It's very like ho-hum. Yeah. Part of that's the generation he played in, but he was clutch. Yeah. And I think Nolan Ryan, his stature was so big, plus the seven no-hitters, plus the 5,700 strikeouts. Like, just think about this. 5,700 strikeouts from Nolan Ryan. We just talked about Clayton Kershaw maybe being the best pitcher of all time. Mm-hmm. He's got 2,600. Yeah. Wow. Nolan Ryan has 3,000 more strikeouts than Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty wild, right? It's All right. the resume. Yeah, we're going to get shock your mock. Let's do it right now. All what right, do you cool. say? Can you hit the button, man? Let's go. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. It absolutely will not stop ever. I am shocked and appalled. I am shocked and chagrined, mortified and stupefied. So you're trying to play GM and you started a mod. So I go to my boy Money Martin, I'll be popping in the truck. We sell the mud. Gonna suck your mock. 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 A special Friday edition of Shock Your Mock. Mm. We don't take breaks off for anybody. We don't have any feet in the parking lot quite yet. Oh, Today's Shock Your does. Mock. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, because it's like, you know, Easter weekend and everything like mm-hmm. that. You guys got any Easter plans? You guys going on any Easter egg hunts? No, you doing the uh, Easter egg hunt? Any hunting? family? Uh, I think we'll probably find one to, to get our hands on. Make sure Rones gets like at least 20 eggs. Uh, I mean, I'm hopeful. Taking no prisoners. Cy and Kaylee turned 17 today, so I'm, oh, yeah. hopeful that we don't, guys. I, I'm hopeful we don't have to go Easter egg hunting. No, no, for sure. But, I mean, <laughs> but you never know. Hey, you never know. I'm just saying they're not paying me money, so I'm not going to talk about it. But there are there is adult Easter egg hunts um, in Jacksonville Beach, and oh. the prize is pretty good? good. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a yearly thing. Okay. I don't need to say where it is, though. You can, you can figure it out. All right, so check this out. So today we got the real Sean Doty. Dottie? Doty. Doty? The real Sean Doty, um, as opposed to the fake one that we always talk about. Um, this profile picture, I do like it. He's got two adorable dogs, so it's hard to rip somebody yeah. when you got just two. I mean, if it was cats, all day. You know I mean? It's going to be the worst <laughs> shock your mock ever. 
<laughs> but when you got two dogs, man, it's really hard to go against you here, Sean. Um, I appreciate what you did. You're trying to get the sympathy vote for me with those dogs, but it is what it is, man. I'm an equal opportunity roaster. And then for his uh, his Twitter cover photo, he's got scared money don't make money, which is, I guess, the official new quote now of the Florida Gators. I mean, is that what it, it's what it is? Yeah, I guess. That's what, what the coach brought to the table. Yeah. Like, we haven't heard that since, I don't know, the, the 50 Cent album back in Get Rich or Die Trying. I thought That's he so rapped bad, about it. Bro. Oh, you're not happy with you're not happy with that, Casey? Because uh, they're, they're not going to make any money. They suck. Uh, they can make money in uh, NILs. That is true. Yeah. And it, maybe it's a player. So thing. go and put yourself out there, man. Get on that OnlyFans. Do what you got to do. Go get some money. Get some extra money. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, man, why not? So let's get into it, man. Shock your mock. Lots of like, lots of hate. Let's get into it. Pick number one. Needs no introduction. Needs no finish. It's Aiden Hutchinson. Okay? Once again, looking super aggressive in his picture. Um... You know, like, and I'm not sure who's responsible for this mock draft here. If this is PFF, if this was one of the other ones, AWS, AMS, whatever. AWS went out of business, we think. Oh, did it, that's right. Yeah, Chris Collinsworth. Condolences. You know um, but with that being said, Aiden Hutchinson, number one, we like it. Set aside from the rumors out there that it might not be Aiden Hutchinson. You know, if, if you're into Jags Twitter, they might be telling you something differently. I'm telling you Aiden Hutchinson's number one, A-plus pick, so be it. Let's move on with our lives. Pick number two, now we get interesting, right? We've seen Nicobe Dean a lot at this pick. But I don't see N'Kobe Dean lasting this long. I think N'Kobe Dean's the best linebacker in this class, set aside from what the height would say at six foot. We call them Charmander, okay? Well, maybe he can evolve into a Charizard. But now we got maybe a Blastoise, Casey? Maybe we, get, we got a Blastoise in Leo Chanel? Uh, and if you want to put them toe-to-toe, Blastoise always beats Charizard. That's True. a rule. That is fact. So Leo Chanel... Chanel, Chanel, whatever the case may be, pick number 33 out of the hometown of Wisconsin. You know what we call him, Brent? You, you should know what we call him by now. You know what we call him? Badger. I mean, he, he is a badger. He is a badger, but you know what we call him? Mm. Call him the godfather of Grantsburg. Oh. That's where he's from, Grantsburg, Wisconsin. Grantsburg. Population of, like, I think Six. it's... It's smaller than Iola, I believe, which is super <laughs> impressive. Uh, Leo Chanel, middle linebacker, prototypical Wisconsin linebacker, smart, versatile, high IQ, has a 40-inch vertical. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah, there's a lot to like about Leo Chanel. You know, I, mean, I think you can make an argument that he might be the second best linebacker in this class, set aside from N'Kobe Dean. Um, I, I think of what you get on paper in terms of where you can put him. He can play multiple defenses. Um, he, he, he can make the calls if he has to, even though he comes to Jacksonville. I don't see him making the calls. I like this pick a lot in case you know what we say. It's a draft need alert, so let's go ahead and hit that draft need button. <laughs> and we move on. Pick number 65. And I guess I might be the outlier here, and I guess I might be the minority because I've seen this pick a lot from experts and fans alike. Everyone loves Justin Ross. And I don't know if it's more of Trevor Lawrence kind of getting his shine and saying, hey, I'm going to pull Joe Burrow and get my guy in Justin Ross. That's great. Not sure there's more of a Trent Bulky pink because, once again, Trent Bulky blue light special, spinal surgery. <laughs> spinal surgeries make me nervous, okay? And they should make anybody nervous. Anytime we're talking about vertebrae and nerves and things like that, yeah, I get a little worried. And at pick number 65, I get extra word because this is supposed to be the guy that's going to come in and be the difference maker, and I'm not sure if he is. If he can reclaim what he was before he got hurt, then absolutely. Mwah, chef's kiss. What a bargain at pick number 65. But we don't know that. It's the uncertainty. Spinal surgeries make me nervous, Brent. They should make you nervous as well. 
Spinal surgeries are nerve-wracking. Okay, thank you very much. Pick number seven, let's go to Dylan Parham. Hey, Casey, you know what time it is. It's time for your Dylan Parham fun fact of oh, the day. Oh, that's a good one, isn't it? What do you got for us? Is this a us? girth one? What do you got for us, man? Uh, here's what I got for you. This is the most boring human on the planet. But <laughs> he has that Twitter, this right? Is, this is the Pat Frymuth over again. He's Twitterless, but what I can tell you is via his Instagram, 24 hours ago at this exact moment. Go on. What's his name? Uh, Dylan Parham. Dylan Parham, that's correct. Was outside TIAA Bank Field. Oh, he made oh, a visit. Dylan Parham confirmed to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ah. So that's the fact of the day. He was in Jacksonville yesterday at this exact time. We've got interest in Dylan. All right, and uh, we do. We should. I mean, the guy plays aggressive. He plays. You know, with the, he eats gravel. All those adjectives that, that that you describe. You know, he, he eats his cereal with gravel and and skim milk. Or I guess whole milk would be more manly than skim milk. Skim, skim milk's for the wusses. Whole milk is for the men out there. Shout out to whole milk. But when we talk about Dylan Parham, we got to go with the scout said. Casey, get a button ready. The scouts have said that he seems small mass-wise, but he's actually big-boned. Hit the button, Casey. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? I love the young people. I don't know how many times we got to say it, but it's impossible to be small of mass and then be big-boned. So just go and pick one. Either he's big bone or he's tiny. And by the way, I've seen pictures of the guy. He's not a small dude by any means. All right? He checks all the boxes. So I'm not sure where the small mass comes in. I'm not sure if he has, like, small fingers or he's got small <laughs> wrists or he's got small, like, pinky toes or something like that. And that's the mass that's getting <laughs> talked about here. But as far as what I see on film, in pictures, he's big. Okay? Big guy. Let's put it that. He's big. He's, he's a guard, and he's probably going to go in the third round. Yeah, you better be big. You're not going to be small. Pick number 106. Let's go to, oh, back-to-back. Kellen Dees, Dees, Dees. Kellen Dees out of uh, Arizona State. We broke him down yesterday in case you missed the show. Dees, Dees, Dees is what we say back in Wisconsin. When something goes your way, when a friend helps you out, you give him a Dees, Dees, Dees. It's not just on one. Friday. It's not just two. Deez, it's not deez, four. Deez. It's not four. It's three. Dees, Dees, Dees. So Kellen Dees, six foot seven, 300 pounds, a little undersized. And this, I can actually agree with it when the scouts say this. He is a little leaner, right? Now, I hear, I hear 300 pounds. The guy's big. Yeah, but he's also tall and lanky at six foot seven, right? Kind of looks like the Joker a little bit yeah. when he plays for... Um, yeah, Stokes. Kind of looks like the Joker when he plays the Denver Nuggets a little bit. You know what I'm saying? No, he's an MVP. So we can get, you know, D's, D's, D's in here, and he can be an all-pro. I'm not mad at it. Ran a 4-8-9 at the NFL Combine. Said it yesterday. NFL comparison is Charlie Heck. I like the Jacksonville, you know, little intrigue there. Um... Athletic, but has to put some more weight on. Simple as that with Kellen. Deesh, 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 deesh. Shake, shake, shake. A pick 157. Casey, I don't know if you have a new button ready, but we might need a new button for that. You know, and that's okay because this is, I just found this out a couple minutes the ago, actually. Because I, I, I was doing my homework, you know, during the show because, yeah, it's Friday. Uh, Noah Ellis, six foot four, 346 pounds, Iowa Vandals interior defensive lineman. I don't know why they put DL on there. It should just say NT for nose tackle because you aren't playing anything else. Don't put defensive <laughs> lineman. Just put nose tackle. He's not going to go out wide and play like a wide nine at 346 pounds. Can I take a guess what this dude ran the 40-yard dashing? Uh, 5.12. 5.12. Casey, can you take a guess what this guy ran the 40-yard dashing? Uh, 5.3 flat. Do not adjust your, your headsets, ladies and gentlemen. Do not adjust your dials. This guy ran a 4. I'm sorry. Ran a 5.66. That's terrible. A five, six, He's 346 six. pounds. That's terrible. 
He's five six. I don't care if he's, he's a space eater. I don't care if he's. I don't care if he's on my six hundred pound life on TLC. That guy is still running a, at least a five four. Like you're not running around a five six six. That's he's got slow, sand bro. in his pants. That's that, that's extremely slow. Um, yeah. Long story short, guess what this guy does? He eats space, right? Because because when you run a five six six, you're not really leaning anywhere. So you're eating a lot of stuff and you're eating space. <laughs> Enough said. Let's go on to the next one. Pick one eighty. Sterling Weatherford. Eating potatoes. Now, when, when you think of Sterling Weatherford, you think of the, the Miami football team. No, not Miami in terms of, you know, South Florida. I'm talking Miami, Ohio. You think of some great football players. Let's be honest. You which one's of, been better recently? Yeah, that's a good point. But you think of great football players from Miami, Ohio. You think of Ben Roethlisberger. You think of Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> so we got Sterling Weatherford here. And now, hey, and I'm making Miami, Ohio jokes. I mean, it's all fun and games. But you better start taking my boy seriously. Check this dude out. This guy weighed, uh, weighed in at 225 pounds, 6'4". You know what he ran a 40-yard dashing? 4.59. And, th- and this guy, by the way, is a safety. He's not a linebacker. He's not a defensive end. This guy is playing safety at 6'4", 225, ran a 4.59. We got athleticism. And spoiler alert, the scout said, well, he, he's a safety, but he's built like a linebacker. Oh, yeah, no kidding, because he, he's 6'4". So, wow, groundbreaking news from the scouts there. Didn't really find a lot about his combine. I don't think he even really went to the combine. This is more of the pro day numbers. But needless to say, taking a risk at him at pick 180 as a safety, this could be the best pick of the draft, I think. I mean, Hutchinson is safe. Um, Kellen Dees, 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 we'll see. Parham we like a lot. But this guy could be underrated. This guy could be a star. He has the size. He has the intangibles. He has the speed. Now match it with the IQ. You might have something Especially here. in the sixth round. Yep. One of the 436 sixth-round picks that Jags have this year. So we, we go from a, an impressive 40-yard dash to an impressive sundial because we had Hussein Haskins again when he ran a, what, it was a 4... <laughs> what was four, it? A 4.79 four, 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 seven, seven, seven. or whatever it was yesterday. 4.77. Yeah. 4.77 seven. Four, seven, seven yesterday. I, I don't know how the guy got first-team all Big Ten over these Wisconsin ballers that we always see at the running back position, but somehow he did. I guess it was more of a testament to how good Michigan was this year as a football team. How'd the playoffs end up for you? But nevertheless, Hassan Haskins is a guy that is a lot like James Robinson, is a bruiser between the tackles, can't do a lick in the receiving game. But as far as a goal linebacker, a guy that maybe you need um, in a crunch, he can provide that. But some scouts think that he's an outside chance to even make a roster. Pick 188, running back depth, I'm not too mad at it. Pick 197. Speed. Pick 197. Hey, yeah, Casey, I mean, get the speed button. 42840. We're talking about Tyquan Thornton out of Baylor, everybody. Speed. I am speed. Dude ran a 428. 63182. Now, skinny. 63182. Tiny. All right. Built like, I don't know. Give me someone skinny. Casey, you got Kevin it. Durant. Oh, good, good. I was just like SpongeBob or something. SpongeBob is kind of wide, but he's got the small legs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Built, built like Plankton. When Plankton got bigger, remember? Remember like the yes. episode where he got bigger? Yes. yes. He's, he's built like Plankton for that one episode. But anyways, Taekwon Thornton, he's a track guy, right? He ran the 100-meter uh, dash in college, had some success. It's great. A, a lot of on the video boards and watch and hey, gather around. Yeah. Maybe he'll win a gold medal. There, there, there's, a, <laughs> there's a lot of intrigue here with Tyquan Thornton. Um, can he stay healthy, though? He is undersized, obviously. You have to use him sparingly, kind of like you used Agnew last year until Agnew was, like, the best receiver on the team. And you said, here, here's 20 targets a game. Don't get hurt. Well, we saw what happened with that. I will say this, though, and this is the one complaint that I have at Tyquan Thornton. There's nothing that Tyquan Thornton did. This is more back to the scouts again. More specifically, Lance Zerline. When you go to player comparisons 
And I get, like, sometimes, you know, it's Friday. We, we like to just kind of ring it in a little bit and just kind of have a feet in the parking lot. But when you go to player comparisons, and I see for Tyquan Thornton, and the player comparison is Tyquan Underwood, did you really compare the player or just really see, you know, his name's Tyquan? I don't care, man. It's late. This guy's going in the sixth round. Who really cares? Who reads these things besides Austin Lane for Shock Your Mock? Let's just say, let's compare him to Tyquan Underwood and go on with our lives. I played with Tyquan. You played with him, yeah. right? Yeah. No. I don't think Taekwon Underwood won a uh, 100-meter dash in college. Did he? No, I don't you know, so. Maybe I stand corrected. At Rutgers? Were they even running track and field at Rutgers? <laughs> is, is he from Rutgers? I think he is. Uh, I, uh, I'm a good teammate. Do you know, do you know the, uh, the, what's the, the note of Taekwon Underwood's career? His hair? Nope. Well, mm. His hair's pretty cool. His hair is the best. I don't know. Did Taekwon Underwood ring a bell to you at all, Casey? No. I mean, I played with him. I feel like I should know. Uh, isn't he the guy that Bill Belichick cut on the eve of the Super Bowl? Oh, was he? I don't even know. I'm pretty sure he did. Okay. Either eve of or morning of or something like that, they released okay. him. Really? Ouch. Like they made a move Wait, on like the weekend he, of the Super Bowl. And did Taekwon he get a ring, though? I think, but he still got a ring, right? I think he ended up doing I got to look at yeah. that story, but I'm pretty sure it was Taekwon Underwood. Okay. Who got cut like... On the eve of the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, yeah, so, I mean, not a bad pick. It, it, it's a risky pick, but, hey, I pick 197. Let's go ahead and get nuts. Hey, Sean, Dottie, Dodie, uh, Duty, whatever your name is, <laughs> we really go downhill after this. Uh, pick 198, Georgia, Edge, Adam Anderson. Hey, no. Next pick. Uh, pick and that's what I'm going to say is no, okay? I don't got to explain why. You should know why. No. You don't do what you did and then become a Jacksonville Jaguar. No. Pick 222, Brad Hawkins out of Michigan. I don't like all these Michigan Wolverines all of a sudden come out of nowhere. Like the Michigan Wolverines did something this year. Oh, you go to the college football playoffs. We're supposed to be impressed. All right, so check this out. Um, Brad Hawkins, safety, Michigan. Didn't make the cut in the news Centennial Open presented by Pilot back in 2017. Because when I typed in Brad Hawkins, some stupid golfer came up and that was it. And that was the last thing I read about that golfer was that he didn't, and I repeat myself, did not make the cut in the new Centennial Open presented by Pilot back in 2017. So use that information how you want it, everybody. I don't think he should be here if he's getting cut by the Centennial Open. Just my thoughts. I think we're good at safety death now with uh, Sterling Weatherford. Brad Hawkins can kick rocks. And then last but not least, we got Aaron Hansford out of Texas a and at pick 235, linebacker, special teams, dude. Um, Death purposes, going to try to make the team. Well, there you go. How about that? There you go. Um, so, anyway, just to uh, double back on that, yes. Tyquan Underwood cut the day before the Super Bowl in 2012, mm -mm -mm. signed back on the Monday after. So Why who would do, you sign back? Who do they sign in his place? I don't like, know. I mean, there'd be like, something that happened, right? Well, the, the story is nobody really, like his agent, uh, maybe something has come out since, but in the article I was just reading, his agent had no reason, that was never given a reason why he was cut. And and Underwood actually <laughs> made a so great name, and you would know this from playing with him. He was yeah. a good dude. Oh, and he, he's and awesome. he actually went on Twitter while everybody else was like, are you kidding me? They cut him on the eve of the Super Bowl? How yeah. wrong is that? Yeah. And he was like, eh, you know, he put it in perspective, also wished the Patriots luck, got a lot of love for that. And I am reading now he gets he got normal Super Bowl pay, and yeah. he ended up getting a ring as well. Good for him, then. I mean, still kind of sucks, I mean, obviously. But, but you know, was that the New Orleans? Wait, no, that was New Orleans. Uh, what was? It was Tampa. Tampa. I okay. think it was Tampa. So I don't know which one that would have been. And I think Underwood now is coaching, if I'm not mistaken. Is he? Yeah, I think he's doing pretty well in the coaching ranks, uh, in the collegiate ranks. Okay, cool. Yeah. So hey, shout out to Taekwon Underwood, by the way. Yeah. Good little mention for Taekwon Underwood. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> that is, by the way, you're right. The cops are crazy. It's 
ridiculous sometimes. Like, hey. Give me, like, some... If I'm a fan, yeah. right, and my team is going to, like, maybe get this guy... And Tra- with all Trevon respect Walker or Sean Garrett? With a, all due respect to Tyquan Underwood, give me somebody that, like, I get what? excited about. Tra- Trevon Walker, t- t- uh, I told you. Yeah. Sean Garrett. Garrett. Yeah. I'm excited about yeah, it. Yeah, well, what more do you... Are you, though? No. Okay. But better than probably, like, being compared to, with all due respect. I mean, no, I, if you want me to compare that dude, I mean, is there really any comparison, though? The I mean, I, no, the the, oh, so the, the receiver. Yeah, the, no, yeah. I, I mean, Taekwondo. I mean, Usain Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I guess you could say, like, uh, John Ross. Yeah. Fast. But, like, but how did that turn out? Yeah. Well, probably how the way it's going to turn out for this track Oh, wow. Hey, now, Brent. What's your name from? He's coming to the Jaguars, remember? Uh-huh. He's uh-huh. coming in the, in the later rounds. That is Shock Your Mock on a Friday. We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN. That's 690 heading into a weekend. God has dealt with mental issues coming from Philly. Why would you even try to build up momentum that now you're going to let him play and create more anticipation about that? Why just not be tight-lipped and not say anything to anybody and let it just come out of nowhere? If you're up 2-0, I get it. If you want to dabble with it, fine. But if it's, a, if, if it's 2-2, you're telling me you're trying to bring Ben Simmons back and try to figure out what your chemistry is with that? on his first national scene when the guy has a hard time taking shots in the fourth quarter down the stretch of Philadelphia. Now you're saying, welcome back to your first experience with the Nets, Ben, in the playoffs. That just sounds stupid to me, Key. (laughs) That's Jay Williams. We uh, were looking for the bongo for NBA Slam Poetry. It was under under the the shirt shirt hat. (laughs) I didn't put it there. I bought I don't that wear shirt hat, by the way. You would think you would think I would have just got given the shrimp hat. Uh, since we're the uh, home of the shrimp. Yeah. No joke, by the way. This sucker was thirty six bucks. Really? Yeah, a little bit. That's looking hat. I thought it would look good around here. What uh, years back? What's what size you rocking? Mm. You, you know the hat size off the top of the dome? Seven, uh, seven and eight. Seven and eighth. I don't know. I I probably tried it on. I don't wear. Fitted hats very often. Okay, I got you. Okay, so what size you got? I haven't bought a fitted hat in a minute, but it used to be uh, seven and five eighths. Okay. When fitted hats came out, man, that would have been when I was like 12, 13 years old. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But they they don't make them eight and a half in stores. Oh, they don't? You got to custom. I had a hard time finding five eighths. Yeah. I remember that being like a cool thing when fitted hats came out. Oh, yeah. That you could like just buy them anywhere. Yep. I don't know if at that point, like, you could get them on your baseball team or not or whatever, but I just remember it being a thing. Yeah, yeah. And now, like, I don't feel like I bought a fitted hat in 20 years, but. Yeah, you know. it went away. The snapbacks came back. That's what happened. So is that what happened? They came back? Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. And then, of course, we always talk about the flat bills. Yeah. You're a flat bill guy. You're a young guy, right? Yeah, well, yeah. You're not a hat guy, so it doesn't I'm not a hat. Well, I mean, yeah, I used to wear hats a lot. I, I, I do enjoy the flat bill. hate the flat bill. Oh. Spoken like a true old. <laughs> I honestly. Yeah. Spoken like a true old, Brent. I used to. Um, oh, I'm saying the olds don't like the flat bills. I don't. Yeah. I, I admit it. That's a get off my lawner. Yeah. It's the, it's the olds. It's all right. I used to keep it straight like my baseball playing hats that weren't supposed to be flat. I'd like put them under heavy things to make sure they were flat. Say, so when I was when I played in freshman year, I had, I had the flat bill because I had a giant afro. And then I had the flat bill. Um, nice. Over it. Oh, dude, I was rocking it, man. Who made the, it, we were talking about Cam Newton not yeah. making the neckerchief 
Decker yep. Chief. Decker yeah. Chief, yeah. yeah. Um, Decker Chief's good. We'll allow that. Uh, popular. Who made the flat build popular? Dontrell Willis? That's or not, not a bad old. call. That's a good call. The D-Train? You might have. That's a good call. Dude, that's some swag. You know, I mean, because I fan, man. because Fernando Rodney made the well, yeah, sideways. That's what I was going to say. I right? used to wear my hat sideways, yeah, because of Fernando Rodney. You did? Oh, you're yeah. a Rays fan, and he was good yeah. with the Rays, yeah. 100%. That was like 2013, 14-ish. Yeah, that's somewhat so new. He had a flat bill. For those that don't know, it's flat bill hat, but then it was like on the side of his head. And it got to a point where literally his hat was on sideways, and the whole bill was facing left. Yeah. And his whole head was facing the right way. There's like a major problem in like youth baseball where now the kids have so much hair and can't keep oh, the yeah. hat on. Mm-hmm. And so every time the kid pitches, every time, his hat falls off. Yeah. yeah. And it's like... Been there. Dude. <laughs> like, I really... I, I, it, it gets, like, so annoying that it's... Uh, to me, at least. Yep. That I think they should have, like... They should issue, like, uh, a ball. Oh, Brent, come on. That's it's so dumb. Just shutting, get the damn hat on. Fun Keep down. the hat on. That's a piss poor take. It's come on, awful. Brent. You're shutting fun down, man. I mean, every time the kid throws. Well, yeah, because he's, he's got a full crop of hair. I mean, the guys throw harder in the big leagues. They can keep just, their hat on. Well, then just get them a bigger hat. material hats. Yeah, get I mean, them a bigger hat. Sure they stay on. Oh, it's so bad. You get what you're handed this out on day one. try to pay, you know, yeah, try to pay for college. Yeah, do kids some old ones? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of landscaping going on, I guess. There's a lot of landscaping I feel like companies. everybody has a landscape company. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of them. Right? Yeah. Well, it's, it's year-round. Wisconsin's like That's half true. the year, you know? And by the way, landscaping companies, I think I've discussed this before, but yeah. every time I see one, I think of it, they usually have, like, the best names. True. They're the best-named companies. They're the Ours, most creative. Yeah, the one I worked for, it was consolidated. That's not really unique. That's not good. No, but it was a big landscaping company. Hardest job I ever had. Talk me about work ethic. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I worked 12 hours a day. Had a baby. In the summertime. Yeah. Heat sucked. <laughs> Heat sucked. Wasn't fun. <laughs> uh, hey, a little um, NBA slam poetry time or what? Shall we, gentlemen? <laughs> I found the bongo. I, 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 I we got hats you know, from the bongo. I went for Casey to play a song because we got an intro for slam poetry. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was uh, Shocking Mock. Sorry. There's going to be a Chandler Morgan mention. Got a little a Chandler Morgan mention? No. <laughs> I won't won't tweet at her so she's not disappointed. I mean, you're the one that brought her up, not me this time. (laughs) Make sure this thing's in tune. Casey, lighting is just, ooh. I I don't know if it's like, okay, that's what it is. It's the cloud coverage in the sky with with the Kilionimbus moving in, and then you got the the lights in here. Looks fantastic. No, Kilionimbus, Casey, you know what Kilionimbus is? It's rain clouds. Oh, okay. Read a book, huh? You know, maybe. <laughs> no, I think it's Killian Nimbus. Listen to Mike Borsch. No, the only reason I know about Killian Nimbus clouds is because Dragon Ball Z, when Goku would ride around the cloud, it was, it was, was his name was Nimbus, and uh, it represented Killian Nimbus, so there you just, go. Uh, it's it a little I, anime fun I fact. I knew there had to be something out of, else. Out of curiosity, <laughs> did you buy, like, the 40-pack of sushi today? Yeah, man. I mean, because so, the sh- sushi trade never ended over here. Oh, yeah. So you were eating. A, so Fridays, they have a special at this one place that I get it from. And, uh, yeah, I had about... Like three trays worth. I would say fifteen to 1,600 calories worth of sushi. And I'm going to be hungry, you know, in like another hour because that's, that's how sushi does it. Does. it. But, oh, yeah, it was good. All right. Yeah, a, a lot of cream cheese. I, I had way, way too much cream cheese today. Okay. So I'm going to be a little... Cream yeah, cream cheese, cheese sushi, man. Philadelphia uh, rolls, dude. I don't like sushi. You know? Not, have you ever had it? Yes. Okay. We've been, we, I think we've done uh, this. We have done this times. before. We have done... Yeah, but we had established, was it, was it cooked or not? Was it the raw stuff? Isn't that what sushi raw? No. Yes. Okay. No, because sushi can be cooked oh, yes, to a fried. We've done this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've done that. Okay. A little deja vu, everybody. I like sushi. All right. Sushi's the fantastic. All right. You guys ready for this? <clears throat> 
Slam Poetry Tournament Edition, we reach a new heights. We'll call it a space station. Imagine thinking that LeBron is the greatest. What type of goat takes the postseason off just to have an extended vacation? Mm. I, I gotta get the I gotta get the LeBron jokes yeah. in everyone. Sorry, LeBron Brian Johnson's Johnson. not here. Sorry, yeah, my bad. <laughs> T Wolves won their playoff game and acted more disrespectful than a cheapskate who's a bad tipper. Y'all gotta calm down. You didn't win the finals. It was only Paul George and the LA Clippers. Like, what are you celebrating about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Minnesota fans going crazy, act like they won the ship. They're living the dream. I don't blame them, though. Only thing they've had to cheer about in the past 30 years is, well, they're at WNBA team. <laughs> what else are they cheering for? <laughs> Sorry, Minnesota. We're I'm, I'm kind of going hard on Minnesota yeah, right we're now. We're Dallas Wings fans now. Yeah, yeah, for Cash sure. For sure. Baby. <laughs> Hornets are out of the playoffs. I don't think anyone's going to be shedding a tear. Hey, Brent, real quick. Who does Evan Mobley play for? Mm. I have no idea. Well, that's too bad because he's good rookie of the year. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. Yeah. I mean, come on. I, I, oh, I was yeah. poetic. Oh, and I said I had no idea. Is, is that a Bible alert? Okay, yeah. Bible alert. By the way, it rhymed. That's what I'm saying. He didn't no, the catch answer, it. The, no, answer the answer rhymed. rhymed. Like, see, here's what we're doing now because you didn't pick up on this. I saw the future, Brett. I saw the future that you weren't going to know who it was, and I rhymed it before you even said anything. <laughs> That's, I mean, you're, you're playing checkers over here. I'm playing four-dimensional chess. Welcome to the game, baby. All right, here we go. Uh, playing games still going on. How does it work? I'm mad, confused, and I want to scream. It's screwing with my mind. It's like Yusuf Corker in my brain is the Seinfeld theme. Hit it again. <laughs> I had to stand up for that I one. thought he was going to play the Seinfeld theme over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. All eyes on Luca. He's traveling to the land of Mormons and salt. You gotta feel bad. We'll call it. A <laughs> you gotta feel bad. We'll call it goodwill hunting. Hey, Frank Vogel. Here's a hug, dude. It's not your fault. Mm. It wasn't his fault. Yeah. Okay. Get some snaps. All right. You know what time it is. Ja feel. Ja real. He's ready to put his skills to the ultimate tests. In case you haven't heard, go check out Shady Rays because, well, we are, they are who we are now. Kind of like our competition when they used to have that thing called Moe's Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't want to say their name, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so shout out to Shady Rays, everybody. All right. Thank you very much, ShadyRays.com. <laughs> that was your opportunity to put a plug in real quick. All Promo right. code Brent, right? <laughs> Promo code Brent. 50% off two or more pair. <laughs> there you go. Celtics playing gritty, looking like a throwback being coached by that dude, Red. Nets playing like the underdog, like the Jamaican bobsled team. They got Kyrie, KD. Hey, Ben Simmons, you dead? <laughs> Shout out to Sanka if you know that one. That, that, that was a little deep dive right there. I'm not sure if you got that one or not. Yeah, Pelicans and Clippers tonight in Someone has to go. Seriously, the Pelicans and Clippers. It's more pathetic than Sam on Twitter producing a 3 o'clock segment during our show. Remember that yesterday? <laughs> I did. I was an idiot. Sam, you're an idiot. <laughs> this has been NBA Slam Poetry. Giannis, you're a beast. Leave them bowls in your wake. Casey, I heard you got eight jobs. Well, here's another one. Hit that button so we can go to break. <laughs> That's the most five loops of all time. This has been your weekly edition installment, call it what you want it, slam piece of NBA slam poach. Very you. good. Very good. We got uh, those play-in games. Please tip your waitresses. <laughs> yes, don't be a bad tipper. Don't be a bad tipper. Showing off the uh, tats today. You got uh, Yeah, it's Friday. You got, a, got any more? Got any new ones? Oh, yeah, I got a bunch of new ones, man. 
Come on, she didn't even yeah. tell us about it. We haven't well, done the tattoo update. Yeah, nobody knows. I mean, it's to the point. Look at how many I have. You think I have to give a tattoo update now? Yeah. Yeah. I, I got that one. And then uh, I just got it all colored in. So Does it bother you, you that we don't notice? No. I don't expect it to notice. It's like a haircut. Like, you don't notice my haircut when I get my sides trimmed. It's a tattoo. Okay. I mean, if, if I had, like, if it was you, I would notice because you don't have any. Yeah. But for me, I mean, come on. I got plenty of them. <laughs> Look, I don't even tell my friends anymore. I just I just go get it done. And it's like, oh, you got a tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, we cool. talked about it at UFC. I don't know where you were. Oh, yeah, I did tell Casey. But, okay, yeah. So here's what happened. I, I went to go spar. So during the UFC fights, before that, I went to go spar um, for like an hour and a half, got beat up, then went to get tattooed, and then went for my tattoo to the UFC events. So I was exhausted and sunburned because it feels like it's, you got like a giant sunburn yeah. tattooed. Yeah. So, like, do you, would you say you get uh, you go to the tattoo place mm -hmm. more than you go to the haircut place? Oh, I mean, ooh, that's a good call. I go to the haircut place more just because, like, if I have a fight coming up, then I'll get, like, you know, professionally done and I'll get lined up and everything. So I probably average the haircut place, the barbershop, maybe, like, 10 times a year, maybe 12 times a year. Tattoos is probably like three or four times a year. Okay. I mean, if I had a mile, I'd be more. It's just you have to schedule an appointment. It's a big process. <laughs> no, it is. Because, I, mean, I mean, you know, you, like, up the phone once you, or? Well, no, like, <laughs> once you find a tattoo artist, you want to stick with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, like, they they're always up. They get busy. I mean, did they do well in the pandemic, too? Oh, I think they, well, I mean, for a while they were shut down. But yeah. then after that, they killed. Yeah. Because, yeah, think about it. Like, tax returns and everything, people oh, get yeah. tattoos, so. And just think about all the time people had working from home to think about what tattoo they wanted to get. Who are you telling? Yep. Okay, so you got any tattoos? No. Have I got, we had this? No, discussion? we haven't done this. I have a grand idea, but um, it's probably not going to happen. What you got? So I want to get this dragon, right? Oh, okay. It goes all the way down the arm. Like, yeah. Not like directly, but just, and then it goes down to my wrist, right? Yeah. And then I want it to look like it's biting my wrist to the point where, like, you can see the vein inside. Dang! Oh, are we talking, like, Japanese traditional? Like, what, what style are you looking for here? I don't you know, know what I'm saying? Okay. I, I haven't well, thought that much into it. <laughs> I, apparently not. That's a cool That's idea. That's the idea, though. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you thought uh, a little bit about it. Dang. Yeah. I'm still kind of figuring out which one I'm going to get. Yeah. Well, we're trying are you to, getting one? We'll be back. He has to get the ratings first. Yeah, well, only if we're number one in the ratings. If we're number one in the ratings, he's going to get an ESPN 690 tattoo. What about the table? What about the table? Oh, oh, going through the table? Yeah. Yeah. Going through the table when you get a tattoo at the same time. Oh, how about that? Yeah. Which one would be more painful? Depends where you get Ta the tattoo. Ah, uh, table. Table. We'll be back. <laughs> Football at 5, Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690.